Welcome to Godmode Unlocked, episode 58, 2.0. A lot's happened since the last episode. Apple Arcade came out, Alien Stock, the raid of Area 51 happened. So uh, let's, let's dive right in, I guess. So, we talked a lot about Apple Arcade on the show, I think. We talked a lot about Stadia. But Apple Arcade finally came out. Um, you have Apple Arcade. Are so, you? before I say anything, you've got your hands on it. Why don't you tell me what you think of it? Uh, well, you know, I think it's definitely, my first impression was, my first thought was, wow, this is such a breath of fresh air for, for, you know, mobile, mobile games. games. I mean, before I, I, you know, you know me, like I didn't even consider mobile game, yeah. gaming, but now I do. Yeah. Now I do. This, this really did change my perspective because to me, mobile games were always a million ads everywhere. Or, you know, hey, buy this, buy that. Yeah. You know, like you gotta, like constantly just flashing stuff at you to buy. Yeah. All that is gone. Now it's yeah. just real games, you know, and for $5 a month, I mean, it's it's such a great Pretty bargain. For, yeah. For $5 a month. The quality of games, I mean, yeah. $5 a month is just insane. Devolver, one of my favorite publishers, has like four or five games on it already. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft announced a new Rayman for it. I think, I think my as I got after this came out and I was watching it kind of develop and reading about it and watching it. I think the way I was looking at it to begin with, and I think I'm still still right about this, but we were kind of all expecting Apple to jump into gaming. We kept expecting Apple to jump in to like compete with Sony, compete with Microsoft. Yeah, go big. That's not what this is. No, really, what they're not trying yet. to do is never gonna be. I don't think. I think yeah. their strategy is, and it's a good strategy. Give you another reason to buy an iPhone. Well, yeah, and that because you know, now every gamer, when you're looking at what phone you're gonna get, well, Apple Arcade sounds pretty good. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just one more thing to differentiate. Right. It, it, so to me, this isn't like you know they're they're jumping into gaming. This is another pretty good reason yeah. to buy an iPhone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I do think and the it, Apple Card's the same thing. I think it's a brilliant idea because if you look at phones, in a way, phones are getting really bored. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Every phone has a great screen. Yeah. Every phone has a great camera. Yeah. Every phone is just a, you know, slab of glass. Yeah. You know, it's a screen. Like, yeah, it's screen top to bottom. And a web so there's really just not that much to differentiate yeah. between phones by themselves. So the services are going to become sort of the differentiator. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Apple is way out in front of everybody else in terms of. I totally felt that this week because. You know, I've been an Android user for quite a while now. I was BlackBerry before that. I've never really wanted an iPhone. I don't really like the iPhone. But this week, I found myself looking at Apple Arcade. I found myself looking at the Apple Card. And I got thinking, like, you know, their strategy with Apple Card isn't to compete with, you know, Credit cards. Chase, Bank. Yeah. It's, yeah. And their strategy with Apple Arcade yet. isn't to compete with PlayStation. No. It's to give people... Anybody who owns a cell phone, which is pretty much everybody, two more reasons to buy an iPhone. Yep. And I think both of these are pretty good stabs at that. It'll be interesting to see how, you know, if what what's Android going to retort with. Yeah. Because the thing about Android is it's always been, you know, like an open platform. So Apple can do their own. They've, they've got more of like a first-party flagship type deal with their yeah, phone. I mean, for Android, it would be a little bit harder because... That's what I mean. Because they do have to gear it for so many models, yeah. you know, across so many yeah. different models. And um, not just the models themselves, but also the uh, the CPUs and yeah. GPUs. Because, you know, like Huawei, who, you know, not a, ba- not a major player here in the USA, 
but they have their own chips. Samsung has their own chips. Then you have the Snapdragons, and then yeah. So there's just so many different models that you would have to uh, yeah have to calibrate, and you know obviously a lot of people would get left behind. Yeah. So yeah, I mean between Apple Arcade and Apple Card, you know, especially the for me, and I know they're still niche kind of, but to me it was watching Devolver. Everything Devolver makes is great. Yes. And seeing them put games just on Apple Arcade, I'm like, damn it, I want to play these. And, yeah. I mean, all four of their games are, are really good. Yeah. Um, there's only one other game that I probably put above their games, but yeah. What was games, that? Uh, it's a game called Spec, and I just love the hell out of it. Lava, everybody's been talking, I think it's called Lava. Yeah. Everybody's my, been talking my, about that. My niece that. and nephew instantly gravitated yeah. towards that one. I, I, I didn't even I've seen yet. a major, major marketing push for Apple Arcade, too. Every YouTube ad I get, every Twitch ad I get, literally for the past week, has been Apple Arcade. Oh, and another thing is, is with Apple Arcade, the five dollars a month, that's for your entire family. So yeah, if someone like in all, your like, yeah, if someone in your family is just willing to part with five dollars a month, the whole family gets Apple yeah. Arcade, which is, you know, I mean, that's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's the value. Yeah, is insane. It's, it's just so nice. And uh, one final thought though, is that yes, like you, like you said, it's the games are built towards. Um, iPhone. Yeah. Now I have Apple TV as well. Mm. You know, which is their obviously their TV device, and you can hook up you can hook up a, a PlayStation controller, an Xbox controller, mm. any of the Apple devices, mm. and, and play it that way. But with obviously with an Apple TV, it's much more console like. Yeah. And it does kind of suck that we are going to be forever constrained. By, to an iPhone. by the iPhone and having to having to have touch controls. You know what though? The the mobile phones are the biggest gaming platform in the world. Yeah. So like actually those of us on console and those of us on PC are the minority. Yeah, now. I know. But we're we're, we're, a, we're a dying breed. And you know, the, the controls do adjust when you use a controller. But at the same time, nobody is going to make a game that's really deep that like, yeah. needs to be played yeah. with a controller. They're always going to gear it towards yeah. the touch controls, yeah. you know. So you're just never going to get like like a Power Stone or yeah, no. or, or Super Smash Brothers. You know, you're just well, never going to really get that. I mean, the mobile games have come a long way in the yeah. last two three years. The quality of them, they really have. Yeah. I mean, people are finding ways. There's a Castlevania coming out for cell phones soon. I mean, yeah. it, it's well, we'll see. I mean, that's what I, I mean. You know, Microsoft did introduce these that. have so much hardware in them. Yeah, now. Microsoft did introduce that like controller on your screen yeah. Yeah. interface. So maybe it will get more complex. But for now, it is a little bit disappointing having to, you know, realize that your games are being dumbed down. Yeah, just, just because of the controls of, of an iPhone. Well, I mean, if if, if they're if because there's certain genres that just it's totally fine. Like it, it if they design the game for a touch interface. Yeah. You know, like like to me, like I know PUBG and Fortnite are two of the most popular mobile games, but those are games that yeah, I absolutely feel like this is not the way a game like this is meant to be played. But I feel like a developer like Devolver will have games that are you know this is made for a touch screen interface and yeah. Um, We'll see how it goes, but to me, I think this has been a big win for Apple. And, yeah. and, and it, this past week for me was kind of like the light bulb went off as I saw it, it kind of roll out. I was like, this isn't meant to be like, oh, Apple's in gaming now. This is meant to be buy an iPhone. Yeah. And it's smart. And, and it's, I mean, it's nice to see Sega on board. And I'm curious to I, see if, if they can get like Capcom 
or dare I say Nintendo. But Capcom already announced the game for it. Did they? It's a deep down uh, spinoff. Oh, I think I it's already out. I didn't even notice. It's called something else. So um, it's not called Deep Down. Did Deep Down get canceled? Yes. Okay, so it's it's like a Deep Down. It's a spinoff of a game that never even. Came yes, came it, it, they might have even renamed it. I don't know. Uh, it is renamed. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm hoping to see Capcom. Hoping, Platinum's you know, making a game for maybe it. Maybe Bandai Namco. The Octopath uh, Traveler guys making a game for it. Oh yeah. They're, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, um. Is that the Square Enix group? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard their game wasn't wasn't. So I don't know if the, I don't know if that's his game though. Yeah, I, I heard that game was a flop, which was a little disappointing. But it is interesting to see these big, you know, yeah. publishers starting to move in. Yeah, I, I'm just curious. Can they can they maybe land a Nintendo? Maybe Konami will make a video game again for Apple Arcade. I, I doubt. I doubt they'll ever get a Nintendo. Yeah, I, I feel like Nintendo would be comfortable enough selling their games for ten dollars. Yeah, separate. So. Yeah. Well, most of their games are free to play, and they're reaping in microtransactions. Thirty-eight dollars per free well, yeah, download see, in when Animal you, when Crossing. When you sign up for Apple Arcade, those microtransactions—that's what I mean. Uh, They're—they're they're doing good with that. Yeah, strategy, exactly. So. so, all right. So switching gears, a, a court in France made a ruling against Valve and Steam, and basically said that—and you know—you might have done some more reading into this than I have, but that. People who buy games on Steam must be able to resell their digital games because basically they're citing a, a European Union law that, that says, you know, this law mandates that this is the case. People on Steam have to be able to resell their digital goods, um, which to me, how do you resell a digital good and maintain the value of it? Yeah. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, yeah. If you bought the game and you played it, you're done. You know, like, yeah. let, let's take Death Stranding, for example. You've played the whole game. Well, if you can just resell it and get your... Yeah. I, I don't get it. Like, yeah. well, who won it? Who won it, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 this is one of those things where, like, on the surface, surface of it, it's like, well... Of course, you know, like, consumers' rights, you know, of course you're going to want this, you know, who wouldn't want this? You'd be an idiot not to want this. Like, I can see people on Reset Era just, you know, yeah, ranting away about this. But, you know, the situation just under the surface, so much more complex. It, I, I mean, mean, are they, because that's what, there's so, like, you, yeah, you just said it. There would be questions, okay, if I want to resell my digital copy, do I get to set the price of it? Yeah. And then does the developer still get a cut? Does the publisher still yeah. get a cut? Does Valve still get a cut? You, All the developers and publishers in Steam would be totally unable to control how control much they make the from yeah. releasing their product. And that would that would be their, you know, the, the scariest thing to them. Yeah. I mean, but being able to get a cut as opposed to, like, the physical. But my question is, is supposedly in this ruling from what I read... The European Union says digital cannot be treated any differently than a physical. Mm-hmm. Now, there would be a huge issue there because obviously when you sell the physical, they don't get cuts. Yeah, yeah. So how would you force them to give them cuts? Yeah. On the To me you have to. To, to for them to make to yeah. stay in business, you have to. Well yeah, and obviously obviously Steam would have to do some extra legwork to make yeah. this possible. Yeah. 
I mean, like, well, there would be upkeep costs to make this happen. Got, they've got some infrastructure already. they got the Steam Marketplace, which, so if I get an in-game item in Dota 2 or whatever, Counter-Strike gun skin, I can resell it on the Steam Marketplace and get actual cash, well, yeah, you know, Steam cash yeah. for it. So I feel like they may have some infrastructure to do it. Like, I mean, okay, sure you buy cool. your game, you sell it on the Steam Marketplace... But I would be terrified if I'm a developer and, you know, I put my game out and I spent, let's say, $10 million. Well, you sell your initial batch and then, you know, everybody starts selling their the batch that they bought yeah. for half price. You didn't account for that. Yeah. It, it's going to make well, exactly. it impossible yeah. to, to plan how to pay your employees. And, well, yeah, and that's, that's what I was going to get back to is, is maybe part of the reason games... Have remained at you know a stable price for so long is because of the introduction of digital and and you know the the reduction and reselling in, in the aftermarket you know if that goes away well now maybe game prices have to go up because well what I was they, they're gonna have to find a way to what I was know, thinking is make more money we've already been talking about how these subscription services are coming into prominence yeah nobody's gonna want to sell their games exactly they're just gonna yeah, this be, will just speed it up yeah so anybody you'll, that, you'll be under game pass you'll be under know, apple arcade you'll be I bet under there, i bet there are a large number of people on a certain message board <laughs> that hate subscription services oh, but yeah. are also extremely for this european ruling and it's like uh, you realize they also you, you hate can't micro- really have it both ways. They also hate microtransactions. Yeah, you're not they hate season it. passes. You're not going to get it both they ways. They hate paying $60 for a you game. Know, and they, they hate how many sequels we have to They games. hate paying money for a game that took millions of dollars to Anything make. that makes the financial um, you know, landscape for the developers harder... It's just gonna. It's gonna make sure that we see even more sequels. We oh, see yeah. even less risk. We see more, you know, loot boxes or whatever the hell they're gonna replace loot boxes Unless with. Unless they get banned. <laughs> because they're gonna have to do it. Because they're gonna lose revenue. Game on these game developers resets. are already going out of business like yes. crazy. Yes. Like crazy. And we are seeing less, you know, less new games. Less. I mean, more sequels. In, and it will only accelerate in, if, if this goes through. In the gaming world that we're living in if you release one game that's a failure you've got a better than 50% chance of going out of business better yeah. and that and i mean like unless you're you know Just like a unless you're rockstar yeah. unless well, you're ea unless you're activision yeah and, yeah. and look at you look, have one game fail look at how many games those studios are even turning out anymore yeah. i mean rockstar is like a two game a generation studio. studio. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they put one you game. You get two out. games every yeah. seven years. You get you get uh, ten years. GTA and you get Red Dead and yeah. that's it. Like, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Midnight Club gone. Oh, know, yeah. All their other games. Manhunt gone, yeah. bully gone. Gone, gone. State of uh state of emergency gone. And you know, if if you make their financial ship harder, you're just gonna see an acceleration yeah. of that. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean you better be careful what you wish for on this one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You're playing with fire. I agree. I still think I need to start a game industry lobbying company so I can lobby lawmakers on behalf of the gaming industry because they clearly have no yeah. idea. And, and you know, there, there's just some people out there that they just think that 
these companies are, are rich and they have infinite money and you know well, because, it's all a conspiracy because they see that there's ten billion dollars in revenue going through the company. Yeah, well, yeah. revenue is not the same. And as yeah, profit. some some of the developers might drive nice cars, but they're not going to go in reverse for your benefit. Yeah. Like they're well, just they not. Get, they don't understand that. Okay, yes, this game made 150 million dollars, but it took. 90 million to exactly. make yeah. and then it took another 20 million to market yes and then you know and yes they might drive nice cars but they're not going to give up Bobby their, Kodak they're, they're not going to give up their nice cars to take pay cuts just so you can have your video game for $10 cheaper it's yeah. just not going to happen it, it's it, not going to happen there's this is what drives me nuts about people in general there is I don't care if it's gaming movies comics any type of medium television this stuff costs a lot of money to make. Yeah. And, and there is a lot of time, effort. Yeah. It has a value to and that's it. That's the thing. Is, yeah. It has a value. They are working hard for that money, and, so and they're not going to be nice. No, I don't want to pay a ton of money for anything either. I live on a budget. We all do. But you have to be willing to support the people that made it. Yeah. Because it's, otherwise it doesn't get made. I mean, you like, hear about all these crunch time horrors. Yes, yes. And they all, they all out, they cry out against that. Yeah, now, exactly. Look, look, look what they're doing. It's so you, terrible. You, you, you want to resell your games and, you know, don't buy the loot boxes. I'm sure they'll say, Don't well, support this publisher. Well, don't support we could give a cut this. to them and maybe they will and maybe that will be okay. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's the solution is to give a cut back. To I guess if you mandated resales. that you resell it at the exact same price that it's listed for. Yeah. You know, if it, and then, you know, everybody got the but same exact then, cut. Well, yeah, but. Well, what would be the point? No, because you couldn't do the same exact cut. That would be the issue. Well, if you had to resell it at the exact same price. Well, because you are now taking You're a taking cut. a cut. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Take Valve's cut, I guess. So. <laughs> um, all right. So, speaking of continued controversy here, I didn't even know they had this, but Facebook has a line of camera-toting televisions, which are called portals. They just announced yeah. a new wave of portal TVs. And the whole premise behind this is that it's supposed to be a new level of social interaction. So you can, for example, watch your TV show with your friend because you're both on this Portal TV's camera. And you can talk to each other while you're watching the show. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I could do that with my phone. <laughs> well, Netflix had a feature back in the Xbox 360 oh app, God. back way back. Yeah, I remember. You could Your little avatars would come to a theater yeah, together yeah, and you'd watch it I together. I don't know but, if I ever did it. But, but you weren't on camera. No. And I think... I think know, a lot of people don't want to be on camera. Well, that's what... I don't know if Facebook you know, realizes They're this. promising a new level of social interaction, and I get that. Like, okay, you're watching TV with a camera on you, but... Fit, that's what the funny thing. Facebook no, yeah. is the number one company in the world that is not trusted because yes. of privacy issues. Well, I was going to say that. And here, buy our television and stick our camera, a Facebook-owned camera, in your living room now. I was going to say. <laughs> not just on your Facebook, computer. Facebook's, not just on your phone. Now on your TV. Facebook seems to be extremely ignorant of their own position in the world. Like, I don't hey, think they care. Facebook is like the most... Or the least trusted company on the face of the I planet. I just don't think they care. I think and, they think this is our thing and we're not backing down. Yeah. So and you know, like they keep pouring out these portal things. Last time I saw the the, the original portal flopped, as far as I know. This line and is I uh, heard it was cheaper. like on fire. That's sale. the big thing. It's it's much cheaper and well, yeah, I guess it's basically it's got just a camera features. for your. It's a TV, TV with a camera built in. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I don't know who the hell would want that. Like, I would. I don't see the point. Who wants that? If I want to watch a show never or a movie with somebody, yeah. I'll have them come over to my house. Exactly. Uh, and I get you can't always do that. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you want to watch it with your friend who lives in Canada. But it's it's weird to watch a movie with somebody that's not actually there. It's just yeah, awkward. Yeah, yeah it is. Because it's usually just like breathing. Well, I remember Kurt and I watched Twin Peaks together with that Netflix method back yeah. in the day. And uh, it was basically <laughs> the two of us watching it in silence besides the occasional, what the... Or yeah, like, yeah, what exactly. the heck's going on? <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't really add anything to the... Nothing. I mean, it was kind of... It's kind of funny if, you know, you're watching it with somebody. It's like watching a a YouTuber watch like their reactions to something yeah that might be kind of funny but at the same time it's going to distract you from what you're actually watching exactly. be, like I'm and I'm like that now as I've gotten older and older like if I'm watching a movie like I don't want to talk like I want to focus on the movie I want to focus on the show and uh yeah to me this has just got nothing going for it yeah, yeah I, just, I would I would try it to review it but that's about it I, I just can't believe that they they did it again, even after the first portal. Because I, I assume the first portal had to flop. Oh, yeah. I, I I've never think, even heard of it. I don't think there's a massive demand up. for these, these, you know, video things. There's just not a massive demand for it. Well, I think part of it is that, you know, that's that, that by 2021 or whatever, 80% of the content on the internet will be video. Yeah. And, you know, like I think that's part of what it is. I think the new line... Of, the new line is only like, I think it's like a hundred. Yeah, it's one hundred and fifty dollars. That's it. You begin shipping November fifth. So look, Facebook. I will trust you with my currency. I just will not trust <laughs> you with my. Internet. Yeah, that I will not trust them with my currency either. Uh, speaking of not trusting and bizarre things, so the Tom DeLonge of Blink One Eighty Two, who was a renowned. Was he the one? Was he in Boxcar Racer too? Yes. Okay. Yes. I can't remember who He's was the one in who got uh, two thirds. Two thirds. He's of the one right. who got kicked out. Oh, that's right. Um, so he's a renowned UFO believer. He has his own UFO organization. He talks about he's obsessed. So he's not in Blink One Eighty Two anymore. I get you. Formerly of Blink One Eighty Two. His organization released three UFO videos on the internet. The Navy confirmed that the videos were legitimate. They said they were not supposed to be released and they confirmed that yes this is unidentified flying object uh material um and then on top of that in the same week yeah the 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 area 51 so beautiful raid went down and i think the only thing that came from it was uh some kid naruto ran behind a reporter on live television it was all worth it just for that one (laughs) one image of the reporter you know like why do they do that why do they 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 stick the reporter and had that kid not ran behind him like the reporter is literally out in the middle of the desert nothing so there's literally nothing to see doing nothing and i always just wonder to myself like why do they think we need to see that (laughs) i always always love the ones in the middle and like they're out in the hurricanes it's just the reporter standing in pouring rain the rain look at the rains coming down so hard do they think that i don't realize it's raining in a hurricane or the wind's blowing like yes i know it's raining and the wind is blowing and i know 
I know Area 51 is in the middle of a desert where there's literally nothing behind this guy. There's, no. I mean, there's nothing. There was no point in having a reporter there. <laughs> so, Other than that kid. Other than that kid ran by. And if that kid hadn't done that, it would have been the dumbest reporting thing uh, ever. I, I don't know. Did they, did they ever release how many people showed up? It had to have been 100, less. 100 people, one person. 100? Yeah. One person arrested? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if 100 was like an official number. Yeah, or, yeah. You know. After how many signed up? Millions? Yeah, two million. <laughs> <laughs> That's a poor... And see, every time I ever planned an event, like a fundraiser, yeah. I always said, whoever said they're coming on Facebook, because people always want a head count. Yeah, yeah. And I said, take that Facebook number and divide yeah. it by like six. Yeah, because say, that's... you got to at least coming. have it. Because, yeah. you know, at least half of them showing up. Um, that's a poor percentage of the number of people uh, that signed well, up. Well, you know, the funny part is, is the first ones, they came like right at midnight. Yeah. And they were going to they were gonna charge the base and uh, they were they're all too scared. I remember. <laughs> I was it's like, funny. It's funny. I was telling uh, my father-in-law about this. We went out to dinner last Friday. He, you know, he didn't know where Area 51 was. He's from Bosnia. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, you know, he's like, well, why do people do that? And I said, well, you know, one of the things they're saying, their mantra is, well, they can't shoot us all. And he was in the military. And his initial reaction, very first thing he said, yes, they can. That was the very first thing he said. Yes, they can. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, thank God. No, no I know, I know. Because. And that, that's what he said, too. He's like, why do people want to get in there so bad? He's like, we we don't get to know everything. That's life. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure and, there's really not even anything no, there anymore. Not anymore. Because yeah, everybody knows about it. It's the worst. Like you're saying, why secret. would you store anything important there now yeah. that the whole world knows where it is? Yeah, and you literally have people that watch it 24 seven. Yeah. So there's no way in hell yeah. anything worth anything is going to be stored there. Uh, so this is God Mode Unlocked exclusive. Area 52 is under the Whitney Point, New York Fairgrounds. <laughs> Come take a look. So here's a very different topic for us. I want to get your take on this. Some guy at the gym went ballistic on me about this today. Brought it up out of the blue. California passed a bill a while back about college athletics and the finances. I actually like what California passed. And New York now is considering a law. I actually got introduced to the New York State Senate that uh, it will mandate that colleges will have to pay out 15% of their revenues, or maybe it's profits, I didn't yeah. check the legal terminology, to the college, to the athletes who are in the program. Yeah. Um, basically, the, the thought process, I think, is that these you know, colleges, a lot of them get a lot of public funds, by the way, are running big for-profit programs. It's absolutely a for-profit program. And they're saying, well, you gotta pay the athletes. You're a big college football fan. I know specifically college football. So what do you think of it? I like California's bill, and I hate this bill. What, what's what's California's? California's bill, which I think is the best of both worlds, is the players can go cash their name in. Like they can they can go do being a commercial. They can do commercials. They can take promotions. You know, they can they can sell their name, yeah. which which seems obvious to me. Yeah, they should be able because you know obviously you know you you go in the school store. And the school, you know, like the quarterback wears number seven, yeah. and all of a sudden in the school store they're they're selling number seven jerseys. Yeah. You know, they don't have they don't the have name. Their name they, they don't have the name on yeah. the back, but it, it's a likeness issue for yeah, me. Yeah. Like I don't even know how they get away with it because yeah. obviously, you know, you're you're selling number seven because the best player on your team is number seven. Right. So it's it's his likeness that you're really selling, even yeah. if the name's not on the you're, back. Yeah. It is a likeness. Yeah. 
you're not selling 19 when you don't even have a player on your team with the number 19. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I don't know how they get away with that. But, um, so yeah, they should be able to sell their likeness and then you can, and then I think the college should, eh, I guess the college wouldn't be able to. But, you know, I was going to say, well, maybe the college could then put their names on it, but then the college would have to pay the players. And I, I want to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. But I won't. I don't mind the players getting money for their names. Yeah. You know, like... There's a value to most, it. To me, that would be... Because I don't want colleges shelling out huge amounts of money to their athletes. Yeah. Because that's just... That's not a road I really want colleges to go down. Yeah. Um, um, when I heard somebody... The guy that Jim said... Everybody's got under this system or bill. Every high school kid or whatever going into college high school athlete is going to want to pl- play for the absolute biggest programs and that's it because they're going to have the most revenue well, I mean, you're going to want to play and in New York I don't know who it would be exactly but let's say it was country it really, really goes that way anyway but. yeah but I mean like you would literally be motivated to play based on profit potential instead of which people already are in general because if they yeah, plan exactly. on going into the NFL they want to be in the biggest exactly. market possible I mean, um, if you go play on the Alabama or Clemson, yeah, you want to be the there title over Binghamton. Yeah, you're. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, or if you play basketball, you you want to be at Duke. Yeah, you want to be with Coach K because yeah. if, if you are on Coach K's team and you're starting, you're going to the NBA. Yeah, probably yeah. in the first round. Yeah, like, yeah, and you have a chance of winning a national title so, every year. So, if you're worth anything, you want to go Duke. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's just the way it is. I really see two different issues here. I think I like California's approach better, too, um, just offhand. I'm not an expert on this issue. But one of the issues that I do have, and I feel like they're kind of mixing this in the New York bill, colleges are are totally, totally, 100% tax-exempt. Back in the day, it probably made a lot of sense. Well, that's not the world that we live in anymore, and I think that that is a major issue. And I know it is for, uh, let's take SUNY Broom, for example. Uh, I don't mean to pick on SUNY Broom, just using them as an example. SUNY Broom is a great school. The amount of resources that a college takes up from the public, when you think of like fire departments, when you think of ambulance services, when you think of you know any of that stuff, traffic, law enforcement, yeah, it takes up a lot of resources, but they're not paying for any of those resources. All the rest of the taxpayers in the county or the state or you know wherever they are, uh, are are basically, you know paying for that and I think that I feel like this New York approach they're kind of trying to be like well you guys are making a lot of money so pay that money to the athletes I kind of think they're taking the taxation issue and rolling that into this which they're really two separate issues yeah and well tax exemption not just on colleges tax exemption all across the country has become a huge problem because everybody and their brother wants to set up a 501c3 and then buy property with it. Everybody wants to set up a tax-exempt LLC and buy property with it. So really, you know, if you've got a state with, I'm just going to pick a random number, 500,000 land parcels in it, in reality, this is not a joke, only about half of those properties are actually paying taxes. So half of the, half of the te- landowners in a state are carrying the other half. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the, the tax exemption things really become a big scam, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and colleges uh, are part of it. You know, I, I know that the mayor of Ithaca, who went to Cornell, 
constantly rags on Cornell publicly. Like, you guys do not pay any amount close to what you cost us. And you're one of the most profitable and formidable schools in the whole country. And you can't you can't contribute. Yeah. And I, I get it. I get it. Um, to me, the, the issue is, is, like, even if you say, well, you know, this is money that they generated, not, not taxpayers. Even if that's the case, I mean, if last year you were just getting by... The know, school? Yeah, if, if the school is just getting by on their budget, you know, in There's its no current state... There's no school just by. There's no well, school Well, yeah, but, by. I mean, you got to think about their other programs. Yeah. They, they have an athletic budget. Yeah. So if they were just getting by on that budget... Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 15% has to go away. Yeah. I mean, that 15% is going to come from somewhere. Yeah. Or... And I'm not talking or, about just the athletic programs. I'm talking programs, about the whole school. Programs somewhere are going to go bye-bye. Yeah. You know, so, so I mean, like that 15%, that's a, that's a pretty big number, actually. And, um, you know, it, it's going to be made up somehow, whether yeah. that's through taxpayer money yeah. or cutting tuition. programs. Like just that raise 15% tuition. comes from somewhere. Just raise tuition. I don't know. That's just my my, my thinking on it. Because I know, you know... I do like of, the California approach. Better. A lot of schools are actually hugely in debt in, in, their, in their... You know, they run yeah. they run large deficits on their, their yeah. college programs. I know uh, Maryland was in real bad shape. Yeah. They actually switched conferences to, to a much richer yeah. conference. Um, and they, that, that was their plan to, yeah. to make it work. And I'm just not thinking about the sports programs. That, it's college sports to me isn't all that important. I just mean the college landscape in general yeah. I'm more focused on. Uh, before we move on to this next point, the Call of Duty beta was this week. And I just want to talk about it for a minute. So I paid, played quite a bit of this Call of Duty Modern Warfare beta. And I played the today I played it a little bit. That's this new mode called Ground War. It's the big mode. So it's the, I believe it's two teams of 28, maybe more. Yeah. In the beta, at least. They have a 50v50 mode, too, that's not in the beta. As I was playing this today, all I could think of was Battlefield is dead. Like, this new mode that they have, it basically is Battlefield. Like, they took Battlefield and they. Yeah, it's been real Call of Duty. Watching the convergence. But the thing with Modern Warfare is it's got 2v2, this small-scale thing. It's got the traditional multiplayer and the Battlefield-style mode with, you know, vehicles, big battles, big maps. It's better than... It's better the Battlefield-style mode. It's better than anything I played in Battlefield 5. Way better. Like, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, DICE, you better be planning something good because... Yeah, I don't even know what DICE can do with this. I don't know. That's what I'm sitting there thinking the same thing. I'm like, Call of Duty's literally eating... Bad. They're drinking your milkshake. Maybe Bad Company 3, I, I don't know. It'd be really ironic, though, um, if, if they do Bad Company 3, because then the two franchises will have effectively switched. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, Call of Duty would be sort of, um, you know, occupying the multiplayer, the large-scale multiplayer yeah. area. And, you know, like, zero single-player focus or yeah. that. And then, well, Call of Duty has a campaign. And then Battlefield would be the more campaign-focused, you know, narrative, story-driven... Well, Call of Duty's new campaign has been a big deal. Yeah. So, I just... I feel like this Modern Warfare package is really going to be very, very, very strong. Because they've got a campaign. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... they got 2v2. they got their traditional multiplayer. They've got... I don't know why, though. I, the I Battlefield. Just find the new style to be so boring. Once When you play it, it's, it's not boring. 
And when you play it, watching it, it looks drab when you play yeah, it. It's it nice. just looks so lifeless to me. Uh, it's it um, it's really good, and I, that's all I want to say is I feel like Dice really like they're gonna be fighting for their life here soon because I don't know what they're gonna do to try to get back on the map. So a new leak says that both Doctor Doom and Galactus will be the big bads of the MCU going forward. That it's going to be the Secret Wars storyline. That's this next phase's storyline. And that Marvel's approach, really, you know, they were asked the question, you know, how do we top Thanos? Well, we do it with two characters instead of one by having there be two big leads. Uh, Boy, the rumor is Viggo Mortensen is being considered for Doctor Doom. And I hear a lot of people hail Doctor Doom as an incredible character. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't know much about he's him. He's up there. He's, but you know a lot more well, about he's, this. He's basically like a scientific wizard yeah he's both yeah he's like way into science like iron man but he's also got like mystical wizard yeah. powers the only doctor doom i know is from that terrible fantasy yeah yeah form. exactly so that doesn't count it, it's it's bad i think there were two versions of doctor doom in, in the fantastic four movies um both terrible, terrible. <laughs> um but you know i'm actually really interested to see how they handle fantastic four because i'm not uh, I that's am, such a I'm boring hugely interested Especially, especially if they somehow find a way to set them back in the 1960s or something. I will love that. I will love that so much. Because, first of all, Fantastic Four... The, I mean, you got to think of it like this. I mean, each character is sort of inhabiting a different genre, like a different movie Fantastic genre. Fantastic Four. So, like, Doctor Doom is going to be like your horror, you know, dark, mystical character... You must be the only Fantastic Four fanboy on it. Yeah, I know. Fantastic Four is actually really good if you read it. No, Fantastic Four, they have it the the sci-fi, like the hardcore sci-fi. What know. would you call X-Men and the Avengers? No, 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 not even close. Not even close. Like, I mean, horror. You've got cosmic warfare happening in the Avengers. Interplanetary yeah, yeah. stuff. But that's not really sci-fi. The Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, the, isn't sci-fi. I mean, maybe like the time travel best was a little bit sci-fi. Guardians of outer space. But that's that's sort of like where the Fantastic Four will be. Like, you know, time travel and, you know, alternate dimensions and stuff like that. That's their space. Um, so terrible. I'm really... and I, I can terrible. I can already tell that that's exactly where they're going to go with them. And... So I'm just so excited for that. Is Secret Wars a good, good storyline? You know, I guarantee you this will be somehow based around the ultimate Secret Wars, which I never read. Actually, I've never read any of the Secret Wars, so I don't even know. What are they about? Um, what is, what's Secret well, about? Well, the original was Secret War, and that was about, like, you know, one character pulls together all of our... I heard that. I heard that in Secret Wars, it was one of like the first times where like the X Men and the Avengers and everybody really like got on a big, big scale. Yeah, it was like Marvel's first big crossover. Yeah, and it was actually where the black suit Spider Man came from. So if they somehow figure out how to get Spider Man back in, (laughs) part of the reason. More on that in a second. Uh, Part of the reason I heard well. There may be multiple reasons. I don't want to say this is their only reason because I think that would be incorrect. But the Russo brothers, you know, basically the architects of the Avengers arc here, the first one, uh, were asked, you know, what would it take to bring you guys back to Marvel to do more Marvel movies? They said, they said Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. So what do you think Marvel's going to do? <laughs> Secret Wars. 
I mean, it does. I don't think that's the only reason why. Uh, I just don't see Doctor Doom and Galactus. I mean, yeah. Well, Thanos they, was so good too. In in Ultimate Secret Wars, Doctor Doom was like the big bad guy yeah. that was making it happen. So that's what makes me think. Well, I heard Doctor Doom. They're gonna do this thing where it's both of them and they're working together. But then Doctor Doom's gonna kind of betray Galactus. Yeah, but then he's eventually right. going to come back under Galactus. I'm trying to remember if if Doctor Doom had the Infinity Gauntlet in Secret Wars, the Ultimate version. Well, but long story short, Secret Wars ended with Miles Morales in the regular universe. So there's a good chance you'll see stuff like that, like Miles Morales come into the, you know, if he can. Yeah. If, if somebody <laughs> plays nice. Um, Do you like think that. there's any chance that Marvel, for, for the movies, makes their own Spider-Man knockoff? Like, not like Spider-Man, but like they bring in Miles Moses... Peter Peter Puffkin, whatever no, you want to call it. And they do Tarantula. Man. Who would want that? Tarantula. They're not going to do that. No? Who would want that? Here, here's the rumor that I heard. Maybe you've heard this before. There's a rumor that Apple is going to buy Sony. And if that happens, apparently... Yes. Apple, Spider-Man goes back to Marvel. Yes. If Sony sells their studio... For free. Yes. If Sony sells their studio to anybody, well, obviously anybody... The rights revert back to Marvel. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be huge. So, maybe this is Marvel's long game. They're saying, we're not going to pay you because you're going to get bought. You're going to fold eventually. Yeah, you're going to sell, be. and we're going to get the license back anyway. Yeah, it could be. could be. I it's mean, a big risk, but... Yes, it is a huge risk because if Sony sticks it out and they ruin Marvel's Spider-Man yeah, in the meantime... Yeah, they get it back. Like, what, what do you, what I don't think you really do? can ruin Spider-Man. People um, will always love the character. Venom? Did you see Venom? No, but Sony I mean, is, people will love the character Sony always. really... Yeah, but but if if they take the character off into a really strange direction and, and you know, just They'll ruin the story... They'll probably just kill off Peter and make it a new one. I yeah, say. Miles Morales. Yeah, that could whatever. Be their, that could be their play. I keep seeing every once in a while I'll watch a, a new clip from Venom and it looks so bad. Oh, so bad. You know, I can't believe people watch this movie own, and enjoy I it. I own almost like every single superhero movie. I admit. Except that one. I rented Venom because I was just so unsure. I can't even bring myself to watch it. I watched it and I hate it. Oh, God, I hate it. I, I, America, what were you thinking? I know. The only thing I can think of is that there were so many Venom fans that were just so That's excited. It. That's it. To, to have an actual Venom movie where the character actually looks like Venom yeah. compared to the Spider-Man yeah. 3. But well, it's, it's such a bad movie. You know, what's his name? It was decent casting. Yeah. The main, the main Eddie Brock. Such a bad movie. But I saw a scene where they're in a gas station or something, and Venom says, I'm going to bite off your legs and yeah. your arms, and you're going to roll around like a turd. And I was like, yeah. did he really just say that? Like, yeah. that is not Venom. Like, and that, you know... Venom would not call somebody a turd. Do you know the story of Venom versus Spider-Man? Originally? It's, way back in the day? Well, yeah, well, like, you know, they'll probably go with, like, the... Anim- well, they probably would have gone with, like, the animated version. I probably did back then. Uh, yeah, you know, they, they actually are pretty shared between the comics and the animated version. But it it's such a good story, and we're going to be denied because of this stupid movie. This yeah. terrible movie <laughs> for what could have been an amazing Marvel Universe yeah. Spider-Man. Well, I would have loved to you see know, what Marvel just, could have done with Venom, too. I mean, It just kills me to think about, because that could be such a great movie with, um, you know... 
um, Eddie Brock feeling betrayed and then becoming Venom. And instead, and, we and, get uh, and his, hunting down. What's his name? Is Carnage, which makes no sense. Oh yeah. Who's a great actor? Woody yeah, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. But he's not Carnage. No. He's great. He's outstanding actor. No. He's yeah. not Carnage. Oh god. Carnage is supposed to be like a scrawny guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's supposed he's to be more Spider-Man size. And yeah, Woody. Come on, Woody. Yeah. Whatever. It's like Woody in a bad red wig, too. I mean, like it, it almost looks like a clown wig that you would buy from a dollar store, you know, a week before Halloween. Zombieland 2, though. <sighs> but Galactus, I mean, that could be interesting. It'll be interesting. I don't know much about Galactus. No, he's uh, the devourer of worlds. I've heard that. He, he lives by eating worlds. Planets. Yeah. It sounds so, a lot like um, there's a Warcraft villain called Sargeras who... Just he has a sword. He's huge, and he has a sword so big that he cleaves worlds like in half with it. Yeah, sounds similar. Wait, what's that from? Warcraft. He oh, yeah. was probably inspired by Galactus. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, that's a that was a really good storyline um, back in the day. Galactus coming, and he sends out his herald, who is the Silver Surfer. Yeah, I heard that Doctor Doom was gonna be his herald in this. Oh, that'd be that'd be a little weird to me. Yeah, we'll see. But I guess it would make sense. It would make sense. Find out. Um, is Doctor Doctor Doom is a human, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, he's a human that uh, gets transformed. Okay. I gotta look up his origin story or something. All right. So time for our infamous Godspeed stories. Do you want to start reading, or do you want me to start? Well, uh, you can start. I start reading. Yeah. Okay. All right, so if you don't know Godspeed stories, we have all these things that you guys should know, and we usually try to give each other hot takes. We read them off pretty much as quick as we can, and uh, fire right through, kind of like, what is it, the big finish? On yeah, that, yeah. That, whatever, oh, that no, show. no, we, we can't say that for legal reasons. Yeah, I'm we sure. can. I'm sure we can't say that. We can say it's like that. It's similar it's to that. It's nothing like that show. Very original. <laughs> He's from Binghamton. He doesn't care. <laughs> sure. All right, clock starting in three, two, one, go. Uh, Whitney Point was voted the most loved football team. Whitney Point is where we're from, in the southern tier. Do you have anything else to say other than suck it, Forks? Uh, F-U-C-C. Your bum underscore couldn't forks. even vote in a poll. <laughs> um, E3, changing its format to rebrand as a convention like Gamescom. Are you excited for this? Um, I think it's good because we've seen E3 kind of not be that exciting, so they're trying to get more people. Well, will Donald Trump... Open the ceremony with Angela Merkel? No. He blamed Fortnite for a shooting. Uh, Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. is going to reprise the role of Tony Stark in 2020's Black Widow. Do you think we'll see Tony Stark in another move, Marvel movie again the following year? Absolutely, because he cannot help himself. Like, <laughs> he's not going to be able to let go of this. Um, Kanye West announces new album, Jesus is King, due out next week. Yeezy season yes. approaching. Yeah, is a Yeezy season? Yeah, it is. This last album was terrible, but I have... And I don't have faith, but I hope it's good. <laughs> Sony confirms that they now own the Sunset Overdrive IP. Are you a Microsoft fan am cry by this? And do you think there's more than a .001% chance they'll ever make a sequel? Uh, how's that saying go? Good riddance to bad video game? Get out Sounds of here, Sunset It's a great you're, you're a terrible game. Yeah, okay. um, Riot quietly reminds everyone that League of Legends has 8 million players per day. 10 years after launch. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> well, no, I think what's interesting is we talk about the biggest game of the moment. You know, we talk about, like, well, Fortnite, and now there's Call of Duty, but there's some games that are just persistent, and I don't think we really give them their due. League of Legends, Dota 2, Counter-Strike is 20 years old. Um, and then there's some games that we hope would die a horrible death, and that is League of Legends. No. <laughs> Uh, Destiny 2 is potentially getting years 4, 5, 6, and 7. So it seems that there is no Destiny 3 in sight. Is this a good move or a bad move? By there are some games that we hope die a horrible <laughs> death. Uh, Rockstar Game Launcher announced for PC. Are you ready for another storefront? No, I can't believe that Rock... Rockstar doesn't... You said no, it. They don't even have that many two games. games. We're going to have two games. Really what I think Game this Launcher. is is Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC and they're not going to pay anybody. They're going to keep on all themselves. Obviously, yeah. A Batman crossover has come to Fortnite where you can buy a Batman skin, a Catwoman skin, sin, and uh, Gotham City is now a location on the map. Did any of these crossovers ever make you want to play Ooh, Fortnite? No, absolutely not. I played this one, and every time I play one of these crossovers that I get excited for, I'm reminded this is still Fortnite. Exactly. Um, Rochester, New York-based Splice Esports being shut down by Overactive Media. We met, sort of, uh, the owner of this. Yeah, this at PAX. Uh, team. So, uh, Founder. How does this make you feel? Uh, How do, you, do you think he was aware that this was going to happen? No, but I keep seeing this happen in esports where... A pretty successful brand sell esports brand sells to a larger media company, not just esports, but a larger media company. It just happened with uh, Optic. I think I remember him mentioning that they, they had just they had sold. Just, yeah, and he, you know he was talking it up, which is kind of ironic. Yeah, well, it was his job at that point. Yeah. But um, I keep seeing these esports brands become part of these bigger companies, and it, the esports brand gets shut down time and time again. So. All I want to say is the esports keeps growing. Be careful what you wish for. Well, it is the Wild West still. So it is. It's still sorting. But itself. I think it's because esports is so new. There's a lot of people in it that are, you know, they see that big paycheck and they're like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I could have ever asked for. And they take yeah. it. And really, they might have been better off continuing to grow themselves. But I wish everybody there good luck because it was awesome having an esports organization based in upstate New York. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies are referenced in Stephen King's latest book. Is he trolling, or how the hell did he find this out? Uh, I mean, it is such a horrific name. How could he not? He heard it on ESPN. How could he not? <laughs> um, Narcos is being turned into an XCOM-style tactical game. Are you excited at all for this? Is this Netflix, Narcos? Yes, I've never seen that show. No, me neither. I heard good I kind of want to watch it, but I never will. Respawn is going to announce a new VR game, Oculus Connect, which is this week. Is it Titanfall, Apex, Star Wars related, or something else? Call it. Star Wars related. Oh, God. I hope not. Uh, Sony's next state of play to take place on September 24th. This week. Are you ready for a state of play? Well, you heard what's going to be there, right? No. The Last of Us 2. They're going to announce the release date. Wow. There's the also a rumor time. the new Batman game is going to be announced there. Okay. So we'll, we'll see. Do that. Their state of play so far have been disappointing. So, Minecraft is getting a character creator. This game is now one of the most viewed games on Twitch. Again, was this the greatest investment that the Xbox division ever made? Um, that's the greatest investment that Microsoft has ever made. You think so? The Xbox, I don't know. Does it really have any effect on Xbox? I 
I don't know. Well, the Xbox division. I, Microsoft had to have made a better acquisition than that before. Mm, think yeah. about it. They probably bought Windows from somebody. It was probably some little they, binky. They stole Windows. That's what I mean. <laughs> they stole Windows from Apple. Um, John Wick Hex drops on October 8th. Uh, Anything John Wick. Great stuff. Go play it. Don't know if it's any good or not. Maelstrom. The free-to-play naval combat battle royale is now free-to-play. Will this be the game to finally make you jump on the battle royale train? Naval combat. It's now 50% more free than it was be the week before. Um, no, I don't. I don't give a damn. Oh, but did I didn't put it on here? But I just sent you the breaking news. Breaking news. That the Oakdale Mall in Broome County, New York, is getting a professional <laughs> wrestling <laughs> outlet. What? That was the hotline. What? Like the, what? What? Is, I don't understand, but it sounds great. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> the breaking... Just never mind. Uh, you know, Wolf! Wolf Blitzer! <laughs> to play us out? What do you mean to play us out? Um, no, but you know, the other great thing is, is not only are we going to have a, a wrestling thing in, in the mall, we're going to also have Lord's Hospital in the mall, so that way when you get hurt wrestling, you can go straight over <laughs> to Lord's Hospital. the only two things left in the mall. Yeah. You know what should be next in there? A land center. That's what Absolutely. should be next in there. So coming soon, coming next episode, uh, we go to Robocon next Sunday, so we're probably going to do our next episode uh, Live. Right, right from Robocon. From New York. From Binghamton, New York. God mode engaged. It's Robocon. <laughs> Uh, I am looking forward to RoverCon. I think hopefully we can spend some more time walking around this year. Um, I'm trying to get Tim to tap man. How much longer before we get our own Ben and Jerry's flavor? Quite a bit longer. I, think. I mean, we, I mean, we are at RoverCon. We, I mean, we have made it. We've got a thousand listens on. A thousand Podbean. listens and at RoverCon. Are you kidding me? To call up Jerry or Ben and ask, which I don't know which one's a nicer guy. Yeah, they're, they're both pretty crazy. I'll tell you <laughs> well, they gave Bernie Sanders his own flavor. Yeah, that's oh. true. <laughs> Maybe we can. We're about as legitimate as Bernie Sanders is. Um, I agree. Now we're gonna have the Bernie Bros. I don't care. We already got all our reset here, chopping down <laughs> our trees. All right. So, got my lock. Episode fifty-eight. Out. See you later, Bernie Bros. <laughs> <laughs>